For today's episode, we are celebrating Lady Gaga with her very own Queen's Edition. We discuss our first Gaga memories, we dive deep into her B-sides and her full album discography, we talk about her most iconic music videos, and we discuss why her new album, Joanne, might be her best one yet. Stick around, subscribe on iTunes, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag psychobabble. My name is Tyler Oakley, and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. Now, again, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Adam Tickets, A-T-O-M Tickets. It's an app in the App Store, whether in Google Play or in the Apple App Store. It's uh, a free mobile movie ticketing app that makes it super easy to go to the movies. You can buy tickets ahead of time. You can buy concessions. You can invite your friends without paying for them. You can skip the lines at the theater. All you got to do is go download the app in the App Store. And if you use coupon code BESTIES at checkout, you can get $5 off your purchase within the app. Again, the app itself is free, but that coupon code is for your first purchase within the app. So if you're going to go like see a movie, you can get $5 off. What a deal. Thank you so much, Adam Tickets app for sponsoring this week's episode. We love you. And yeah, go get the app, y'all. Corey! What? Today is the day. The day I've been waiting for. The day I've been waiting for all my life. Is it? The episode that is the most important to me of all time. It is the Lady Gaga Queen's edition. I thought you were going to be like, rah, rah, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Roma. No. Gaga. No. No. P- p- poker face. Okay, you're done. Um, Corey, we have to start at the just beginning. Dance. Corey, It'll be okay. Uh, okay, yeah, we'll do, start there. Do, do. Gaga just released Joanne. Wait, is this the official Lady Gaga yes! Queen's episode? It, we, it, it's only appropriate to do this because Lady Gaga just hit number one be still, with her latest album. Be still my fart. Joanne, what? <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> why would you say that? I don't think. Well, uh, Joanne just came out. It's an impeccable album. We'll get to it. But before we do, we have to start where it all began. You got to turn back time. <laughs> time. <laughs> Um, with the fame, Gaga's release, her debut uh, back in 2008. What did you first think of Gaga? Now, would you when was consider... the first time you heard of her? I know, I know. The very first time I heard "Just Dance." Tell me, it was when we were in Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah. I would not. That's not my first rem- memory of her. It was me and you were in Toronto. Okay, we had just gone to 888, the yeah. first YouTube convention. Eight eight eight, yeah, and that's when I heard August eighth, two thousand eight. Yeah, I heard it when we were at one of the bars there, and I thought, "What would you think?" I thought, "Who is this?" I think I should. Did you? Did you care? I think I shazammed it because I liked the song. I remember asking Michael Hartz, "Who is this?" And he goes, "You don't know." Well, our friend Michael, he's he's in the know. We had heard if we heard it in Toronto, that was exactly four months after it actually came out. Came out April eighth. 2008. I mean, it has a record for like one of the longest climbs from like when it entered the Hot 100 to actually hitting number one. That makes sense to me because it's a debut artist, debut single. It had a long, 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 like, long climb. Nobody cares about somebody brand new right off the bat. Like, I mean, you gotta she got earn a, she had to work street for cred. Um, back then, she was performing as a go-go dancer. Uh, she was finding her did she bearings go-go as a dance? pop star. Yeah. Yeah. Did you not hear Diamond Heart? <laughs> the lyrics of Diamond Heart? Her life story? Her origin story? Is that what that is? 
Oh, wow. It's about being a go-go dancer. Sometimes I just think Working her lyrics 100, are... 200. Sometimes I think her lyrics are just psychobabble. Well, so the fame came out uh, back in 2008. I remember when I first heard Just Dance. And it to me, and to this day, I still can't place it. You know when a song sounds like something else and, like, it's, like... It's ingrained uh, it, in your brain. Yeah, but, like, there's a song, I think, from The Secret Garden Give musical. <laughs> and there's a line, there's a little, little smidget. In Just Dance that sounds just like something within Secret Garden. Is it the lyric 97.5 Gaga? No. Uh, no. <laughs> Though that is forever in, like planted Gaga, in my brain. Gaga does love to make her radio-friendly singles into like no, we had a commercials radio for the radio stations we, no, themselves. No, she didn't do that. We had a radio station back in Michigan called Kiss FM. Does it out here? Well, I'm sure they do it for Kiss like FM. Ninety seven. She didn't five. go to Mid Michigan and re-record her intro for Just Dance to God. be like ninety seven. So you, she found five. a she found a voice. They found a voiceover. Yeah, that didn't sound like her at all. I'm sure we <laughs> can find it. Anyway, so Just Dance came out, and I remember I was I was running the track at MSU. Okay, in the summer. Maybe we had just gotten back from 888. Um, I was running the uh, – when I was a sports camp counselor. Would you say you were being a summer boy? I was being a summer boy. Um, running the track, and it was stuck in my head. And I that was the summer um, when I was dating Adam. Yeah. And he was back in the UP, and that was like the soundtrack of my – summer like these singles listen you were out for money honey mm. you were not looking for boys 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 mm. i still really like brown eyes so let's talk about the <laughs> so we had j- singles iconic singles she initially released aa nothing else i can say before just dance did you know that no yeah it had its own music video it's i'll put it in the lady gaga power hour someday. but just dance was like her first debut yeah yeah yeah. uh we had love game which was iconic in the subway it's hard to not to, to talk about all these singles and not discuss the music videos also. you mean in the subway restaurant yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> she Love Me, Game? She, she was serving a meatball sub, sis. You know she's I, Italian. When I got the album, I would listen to it while I ran on the treadmill. Uh, treadmill. Treadmill at the gym. Would you ever tread in water and eat And I meal? thought, wow. Pretty the, dangerous. I was really into the fame. It was uh, a great song to run to. Just Dance, Love Game, Paparazzi, Poker Face. Um, those were all the singles. Now, I don't know if I've the ever fame. listened to Starstruck. Starstruck is not good. <laughs> I'm going to be the first to just let you know that. Is it the Jewels and Drugs of if i were to so gaga's a, historically had a editing problem <laughs> um the fame monsters are one exception where it's eight tracks all great the oh, fame no, has, i disagree the fame has 14 songs on the regular edition not even with the deluxe isn't the monster the deluxe no there's a deluxe with bonus tracks editions of the fame and then there's the the extended play that's the fame monster, Jesus which Christ. came with. I guess I didn't know the ver- the fame. Yeah, I'm aware. Um, things that could have been deleted from the fame. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Paper gangster, brown eyes. Brown eyes is one of my favorite Summer songs Boy. on the Money album. Honey. No, what's the Cherry Cherry Boom Boom? That's AA. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the first single. She's in a diner for it. Poker face, iconic, right? We yeah, can all agree. Yeah. Um, I didn't love the like the dad jokes that it inspired. What? Poker face? Yeah. Oh, um, I love paparazzi. I think it it was paparazzi, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, was the last single before the fame monster. The fame is all about her grappling 
the positive aspects of fame. And then the fame monster is kind of like the opposite side of that. And um, she's released her album. She's dealt with criticism and fame, the ups and downs. And then the fame monster is kind of like the dark side of all of this attention that she's been getting. And paparazzi, I think, kind of was like a peek into the keyhole of it all. Of um, especially the music video, she she With really her predicted and Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, she predicted her career. Remember when all the newspapers are falling? Lady Gaga's a hit. Lady Gaga's it right now. She's blah blah blah. She's killing it. And then she had all of the newspapers falling that are like, she's nothing now. She's garbage. She's lost. I think it. that's just how Hollywood treats women, right? She's predict, <laughs> but she's also predicting her own career. <laughs> Um, She's just knowing her place in a long, poor, unfortunate cycle. What do you think Colby O'Donis is up to? I don't know. What would you say is your most favorite song on the album and your least favorite song on the album? Favorite song on the album, Paparazzi, and let me tell you why. The 2009 performance at the VMAs changed the fucking game. It'll go down in history as one of the best VMA performances of all time. We have, you know, Like a Prayer. We have, I'm sure, some type of Michael Jackson moment. And then we have paparazzi. The Britney Madonna kiss. When she, when she stunned the crowd, you can hear gasps in the audience. When she started bleeding. When the blood was coming down. Yes. And then at the end, when she's hanging by one arm, as some type of sacrifice to the pop gods. I thought it was very. That's how you dislocate a shoulder, sis. I I thought I was thinking the same thing. Um, Which arm was it? She she made well her left Left. arm. And her right arm is kind of giving a shrug moment. Um, she brought the, the original back shrug to the emoji. She reintroduced fucking wardrobe changes, and then we had to. She had to die for Le- for Miley Cyrus to be able to lick things on stage That's years later. Saying. That's Christ. what I'm saying. Well, I think if you were going to ask me, my favorite song would probably be Brown Eyes. <sighs> and I'm not kidding. You know what? I'll let you have that. Queen of versatility. Yeah. But I, if there's I'm one thing to, we can say about Gaga, is she is a versatile chameleon queen. I was gonna say that I think Paper Gangster is my least favorite, but you know, I can when I'm thinking right now, I can hear Paper Gangster in my head. I cannot tell you what Starstruck sounds like. Starstruck, baby, let me turn your heart up. So then maybe Starstruck's my least favorite. My the thing I like about Paper Gangster, <laughs> since you asked, <laughs> um, is that it's playing on the stereo in the beginning of the telephone music video. Wow. So they're out in the courtyard in the prison, and somebody's got a little boombox, so and Starstruck is, is playing. So she's a paper gangster. I mean, not Starstruck, paper gangster, yeah. Wow. So now, what would you want to say about the fame monster? The fame monster... And I, I disagree when you say that it's got eight flawless tracks, because I can tell you which one should What are you trying go. to get rid of, teeth? Uh, No, bitch. So, so happy, happy I, could, I die. could die. So happy I could die really set up. Who is this uh, Gaga releasing cowboy? We'll get there. <laughs> so Happy I Could Die was important because Tell it's me. about masturbating in the same way. I thought Alejandro was about Dancing in Circles is about masturbating. It, it's like Dancing in Circles is So Happy so I Could Die part are two. her versions of Britney's mm, poppy. No, no, no. You're touch thinking of touch my of my hands. hands. <laughs> yeah. So when Bad Romance came out, where were you? When, where were when you first saw the video? I don't think I saw it. For months after, are you it kidding? Came out. I no one it, told me. I watched it in class on mute. Um, I was <laughs> Did in, you jerk it? No, I was in that <laughs> class where my teacher blackmailed me. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> this is probably why I was on her bad side. It was because I was watching the bad romance video in class. 
Um, but Maybe it was you and her were caught in a bad romance. This was, I think, the most iconic fashion song she's ever had, Dancing. video she's ever had, choreography she's ever had. Bad Romance was the peak. Do you credit that to her or to Red One? Well, Red One was really instrumental to all the hits. He was involved in Just Dance, Love Game, Poker Face. Um, he was in Money, Honey, and Boys, Boys, Boys. I loved Boys, 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 by the I way. like Money, Honey. But also, he he was part of Bad Romance, Alejandro, which I don't think should have been a single, Monster, which should have been a, a <gasps> I single. I cannot believe you said Alejandro shouldn't be a single. In the context of what she's done in her career as singles discography, I accept it and appreciate it as variation to the format. But at the time, she should have released Monster. God, she could have done any other track on that album. Dance in the Dark was a single in Australia. <laughs> I just remember seeing her. Teeth it, just felt seeing, like it was missing something. I just remember seeing the, I still love Teeth, mm. but also I was very into True Blood at the time. Mm. Um, I just remember when Dance in the Dark at the Fame Monster Ball and she opened the show with it and I was wet. We saw we saw Gaga win. let the house down. Who was opening for Gaga? Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. And I think like Machine Gun Kelly or something. Um, Remember when I had meet and greet passes and I brought some hookup instead of you? Well, I couldn't get out of work anyway, so. Well, you know. So the Fame Monster comes out. It was an iconic tour. We about died. Um, It was, I think. She played Cherry Cherry Boom Boom at that show. I think she really changed pop music. And I'm not going to lie to you about that. She was wearing black latex. She was giving visuals that nobody was doing at the moment. I'm sure she was preceded by people that set the stage for her. But in pop music at that time, she was really in her own world. I guess I appreciate Alejandro for what it is, but I agree. I don't think it should have been a single. The, the, um, I, guess I want to listen to Monster when we get back in my car. Oh, we'll listen to it. <laughs> yeah. The, what I like about the album is that it was really cohesive as far as theme goes. Each song was about a different fear she had within her life so fear of sex fear of love fear of alcohol um each song was kind of dedicated to each of those fears and she she explores those and i think it gave us her most iconic duet of all time beyonce telephone and video phone i'm telling tony bennett you said that you can tell him (laughs) uh, send him a fucking telegram did you prefer telephone that's the only way he gets his mail and you know i'm aware i'm aware uh do you prefer telephone or video phone as a way to contact tony bennett (laughs) (laughs) both Uh, the video phone music video was not my favorite. Listen, right now I can't. I can sing telephone in my head right now, but I can't sing video phone. I guess I got it. Video I got it. phone. I got it there. You can't handle me, or I can't yeah. handle you. Something. There's a behind the scenes video shoot of the video phone music video. You think they shot them both I just in said the video same week? Eight times in that sentence. Say video one more time. I don't know. Well, oh, actually, you know what? It might be in that. That clip might be in her documentary. She did. She a, has she a documentary. Did, what are you doing today? Let's watch. It. <laughs> she did a tour doc. It's not I'm, very part of me. It's not like fluff. It's, I'm I'm busy. It's just. A, oh. Okay. <laughs> um. The whole album is iconic. It's great. I think Fame Monster is her best, most concise piece of work. But let's get to her actual best piece of work, and that's Born This Way. Let's go. This is coming off the the height of bad romance. Everyone's thinking. If you weren't okay, so if you weren't in pop music at this time, if you were not really re- like thinking about like what's going on, if you weren't paying attention, this was peak Gaga of anticipation from the general public. Like, she, yeah, she has her little monsters and super fans, but like general public was on board. The world was watching. The world was watching. 
Born This Way comes out 2011. I think it was May 23rd. I was in Thailand at the time. Um, she had two or maybe three uh, singles kind of um, Tease. teasing. She had Born This Way, which w- hit number one. It was the thousandth number one in Billboard history. How long was it number one? I think nine weeks. I think eight or nine. Um, it had mixed reviews. Some people said it sounded like what? Madonna. I never heard it. I can't hear it. Um, but Born This Way to me was, I think, her most important moment. It was the first song in uh, Billboard history, Billboard chart history, Hot 100 at least, to reference transgender people. Um, the music video, I think. Great. Great. Very spooky. Halloween-esque. Halloween. I like the dancing. Mary the Night, I think, could have been a better debut single. Now, was Born This Way one of those videos that was 10 minutes long that didn't need to be? Oh, yes. <laughs> Again, when it comes to editing. Doesn't know how. But, She's I mean, one... it, that doesn't even s- compare to her... Um... Mary the Night video? Well, yeah. the Mary... Is Mary the Night video the one where she's got the turquoise gauze? Yeah, yeah lots of turquoise gauze. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> editing. It could have been, I think it was like 20-something minutes, maybe, or 17 or 14. Do you think appropriate singles for this album? So, singles include... Well, she she led with Born This Way. She teased Government Hooker in a fashion show. She had a Judas moment before the album came out. Yeah. Um, what else was a single? Hair was a teaser. Teaser. Came out when I was in Thailand. Wow, God, hair as a tease. Hair sh- – um, wow, good, yeah. Um, hair really should have been a, a music video. Wait, real quick. Can't you see the 80s visuals? I, well, I, I can. I got the references. Born This Way was really giving us every genre – all in one. People called it a little bit all over the place, but I thought it gave everything that could ever you be desired. It. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say you didn't. Did you say which was your favorite and least favorite track from Fame Monster? Favorite track from Fame Monster. Is I it would just s- gonna be Bad Romance? That's an easy answer. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think I would go with Dance in the Dark. It just speaks to me. Maybe Monster. To this day. Okay. Monster was really it for me. Okay. I always when when she says. Uh, I want to just dance, but he took me home. And I always thought that was the most cutest, wow. cleverest little reference to her past God, era. I guess we're listening to Monster on the Car Ride Home. We'll All right, it. so back to Born This back Way. Back to Sorry. Born This Way. Just needed to know. The last minute of Married the Night changed my life. It was my... It was my uh, what a way to open an album. It was my ringtone for about three or four years. I remember that time period. The last minute of Mary the Night. It just changed the game. Um, Judas, I think, is an, the most underrated music video she's ever had. Um, Americana was good, but Highway Unicorn really should have been a single. Yeah. Though, how can any radio DJ, without laughing at themselves, say, next up is Highway Unicorn, Road to Love? I think Heavy Metal Lover should have been a single. Heavy Metal if Lover, we're gonna be honest. was voted as MTV's Song of the Year, and it was never even a fucking single. <laughs> when will any other artist ever? Gaga's iconic. Wow. Edge Have of it, Glory thoughts. I love it. I Terrible love the, music video. I love the Google commercial. The Google music video. Was the Google, better? Com- the Google commercial should have been. The music video. The problem with the whole situation was she had a whole different music video planned. She was going to have a mermaid moment, and I think that kind of went to the you and I music video. But um, she was supposed to have this whole other music video. She got in a fight with her choreographer. She, there was some tension in this era. Didn't she get... Um, 
there was a lot going on. She also tweeted, no new single until Edge of Glory goes number one. Oh my God, is that me? <laughs> me, I would tweet that. Um, no also... new book until Binge goes number one. <laughs> True. Um, she also said when she had reached her fifth single, here we go, monsters, we're still only halfway through, implying that there were five more singles. Well... She I was very disappointed. It. She had the what, what is it true the biggest drop from first week to second week sales of all time? Who? Gaga with Born This Way. The album? The album. Cuz it had such a huge debut. I don't think that could And then second week sales were so f- much fewer. I don't know. There was a lot of controversy surrounding this album because Amazon chose to release the oh, single yeah, in like Amazon Prime um for 99 cents yeah. and everyone was accusing her of cheating the system but it really was Amazon Amazon trying to get people to sign up to Amazon Prime. Everybody cheats the system. And Amazon bit the bullet and ate the cost. So really, these were actual real album sales. Well, that was like Rihanna gave everyone with like a Samsung. Her well, that was a and <laughs> I'm I'm going to say that was cheating the system. <laughs> now, before we go any further, I got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Adam Tickets. It's an app in the App Store. It's spelled A-T-O-M. It's a perfect little app if you love going to see movies at the movie theater. It's a ticketing app. You can get concessions. You can get your tickets ahead of time so you don't have to wait in lines. One of my favorite things about the app is that it creates the best movie experience by letting me buy tickets ahead of time, invite a whole group of friends without spotting the bill, and pre-ordering my favorite movie snacks that are waiting for me upon arrival. Imagine just showing up. Your tickets are ready for you. Your popcorn's ready for you. You don't have to deal with humans. Like, what a blessing. So if you want to get the app, you can go to the App Store within Google Play or the Apple App Store. Again, it's Atom Tickets, A-T-O-M. And if you use the coupon code BESTIES at checkout, you can get $5 off. So the app itself is free, but within the app, you can buy your tickets or concessions, which you'll have to pay for, of course. But, like, if you use the coupon code BESTIES, you get $5 off. What What a deal. You're welcome. Okay, that's all. Thank you so much for sponsoring today's episode. We love you. Again, Adam Tickets in the App Store. Uh, any missteps on Born This Way? Bloody Mary um, should have been, the pace of the song should have been ha- picked I up. I still have that version on my phone. Somebody on Tumblr made a version of Bloody Mary where it was sped up a smidgen, and I sent it to Corey. I said, this is how it should have been. It could have been a single. And I still, to this day, think it's like iconic. Also, Bad Kids in the booklet. God, Bad Kids. Bad Kids in the album booklet has an extra verse, and she never performed it. I want to know so, where that went. I'm so torn because I would be really, I would be hard pressed not to say Bad Kids is my favorite song on this. Song it's album. iconic. I think it is my favorite song. I love in the Judas music video. There's a reference to uh, Electric Chapel. They're in a church, and there's a. Uh, a um, neon sign in the church, and it says it's the electric chapel. I, I liked all of the theme that I. was going on. You and I was, a, I think, a preview to Joanne. You think? Yes. That far Her out. being folksy country, it was really showing us an element to her that we had never seen before, and everyone was like, why is she trying to do country? She, I think she was just warning us, like, girl, this is just a part of who I, I also, am, Joanne. I also get a little mad with people just, like, calling anything, like, Americana, like more rock infused, like country. I just think it's like the laziest version of trying to like. We'll get to that when we talk call about somebody's song or album something. What I love so far, as we talk about Gaga's discography, is that each album really gives us a different feel. The Fame was very. I think the closest she'll, she's been so far to like a bubblegum version of pop. Just yeah, like I agree. Conventional with that. pop. Fame. Fame. Monster was more of a dark electronic moment born this way was a rock 
moment um, with songs like Heavy Metal Lover, Highway Unicorn, Bad Kids, Shiza, um, even Government Hooker, Born This Way, Mary the Night. They're all more uh, glam rock. And then, are we ready to move on to art pop? Let's go there. So, art pop. What are your thoughts? Well. I mean, your art pop could mean anything. (laughs) You have to, it's, she was ambitious. How dare you? I didn't say anything bad. From the the album cover to the discography to the singles. It is almost the three-year anniversary of art pop. A lot of critics will call it art flop. Um... I would not. People say it flopped, but it really didn't. I mean, it was the number one album. It's ready to be certified platinum. So when the fuck is your album, haters, going to be platinum? that I don't listen to on that album. Jewels and Drugs. Aura. Aura is great. Jewels and Drugs. There was a moment when Aura was going to be called Burka and everyone was calling it problematic. And I'm really glad it never was called Burka. I mean, I guess looking back at it, I don't hate it. There are some really good songs. And I guess I think Art Pop. This is the... when she really did not know how to release the racing. Or uh, Love Gaga to Death, but Do What You Want. That was like the best performing single off of this album. Really? <laughs> I loved it. No, I, I mean, I think uh, I thought applause. Manicure could have been a really good single. I just don't think Applause was the right lead single choice. In... In the context of how the general public was looking at her, it was not a good look. Because I, I don't think the theme of it was well received. I thought people kind of didn't like that. I If there's one thing I loved about Do What You Want, it was the Christina Aguilera duet version when she performed it on The Voice. I think if she had replaced R. Kelly with Christina Aguilera, it could have been a, an iconic single. Truly. A woman moment. A woman woman moment. Like I mean, Beyonce and with, Gaga, Florence and the Machine and Gaga, Christina and Gaga. I mean, no, Applause was the highest peaking single off the album. But do you do what you want? Was it a number one? No, Applause was four. Don't say that to me. Um, do what you want was thirteen without a music video. Think about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about it. She had the music video. And it got scrapped because at the time there was a big, huge expose about R. Kelly and rape allegations, um, which was not a pretty look. And at the time, I think the public was looking at Gaga and saying, hi, why are you friends with R. Kelly? He's got all these issues. Why are you friends with – who's that photographer guy? I don't even know. Uh, He's got the big big glasses. He did his – her – photography book i'm never gonna know this answer i'm not big on photography and he was having a lot of allegations so i think people were kind of saying why are you associated with these people we um we saw the art pop ball did we not yeah in amsterdam no or no we saw born this way oh we saw born this way ball in amsterdam we saw this one at uh, staples center yeah um oh my god where are we gonna see the joanne ball oh my god is it gonna be called the joanne ball we'll get to that (laughs) so best songs on the album go Oh, jeez. Uh, for me, I do really like swine. I really like fashion. Um, I really came around on GUI. I swine. Didn't... Wow. Yum. Yeah. Yum. <laughs> yeah. GUI, I was not on board for. I didn't like it, and then I came back to it. The music I video. Guess I didn't realize Zed was a producer. Yeah. Zed was instrumental in this album. Aura was important to me. Venus was great. Okay, see now you're Venus. now you're just naming more tracks that I forgot that I don't like. Oh, what? don't like Aura, don't like Venus. Venus Jewels when she's drugs. doing the 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 roll call for the planets. Venus, uh, she's all like Jupiter. 
Pluto. Don't oh. you know your ass is famous? Oh my god. Like just iconic <laughs> moments in music. Gaga listing the planets. Well. Incredible. No? Well listen. I'm not waiting for Carly Ray Jepsen to start naming the days of the week. Venus. <laughs> Sunday. Well, if she's about to say she's going to the store, she's a, a half an inch away from being as basic as listing the days of the week. Don't come for her. I now, wouldn't say this album's dope, if that's what you're asking. Dope was a okay song. Mary Jane Holland didn't need it. Um, Gypsy, I thought, was really good. Strong. See, yeah. Again, songs I forgot that I didn't like. Oh, no, I do like Gypsy. Manicure, I love. What would you have picked for the lead single? Well, surely not Jewels and Drugs. There was once a tweet when Gaga said Jewels and Drugs was one of her favorites on the album. And there was a <laughs> Tumblr post. Did she delete post. the tweet? No, it's still up. There's a Tumblr post where everyone is just replying with gifs of being, like, cringing. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever listened to it all the way through. I mean, if I'm looking at this dis- this this song list oh, sex dreams is probably my favorite on the album i think applause is the the correct lead single look at this list applause was the right first single i think she should just sex it up okay sex dreams should have been the lead single now we've got a song called fashion with an exclamation mark i do like it compared to fashion from the fame no exclamation mark and compared fashion to- of his love from Born this way, she loves fashion. And we get you it. Know we that. get it. Which is your favorite fashion? The one from Art Pop. Fashion exclamation mark. Yeah, which she performed fashion. with RuPaul. Looking good and feeling hot. Fine. Whatever. Remember when she performed <laughs> it, it with was RuPaul? On my, it was on my running playlist for a long, long time. She did it with that Ru. Swine, Sex Dreams, all great. Donatella, incredible too. She did it with Rue at the Donna. the Muppets Thanksgiving special. I'm aware. Where she was dressed as a dirty condom. <laughs> I think she was a lampshade. No, it, look it up. She is in a very brown condom-esque dress. I don't think they make brown condoms. That's why I said it was a little dirty. <laughs> Murky, if you will. The thing about art pop, you really kind of have to think about it. There's a line... In Art Pop. And let me pull up the lyric. Mm-hmm. Which song? Art Pop. The, so- the song Art Pop. Yeah. Title track. Or maybe it's in... No, it's in Applause. Hold on. It's in Applause. There's a line that really explains the whole album. Um, And it's... uh, One second, I'm the coons. Oh, sorry. One second, I'm the coons. And suddenly the coons is me. You had to look that up. I could have told I you. Forgot, what the I forgot. I forgot. So she, she's talking about coons. Jeffrey Jeff coons or Jeff Jeffrey. I don't know I who the Jeffrey, artist is. Jeff coons is the uh, the the artist that made the ball, the gazing ball that's on the cover of Art Pop. And so one second she is the piece of art, and suddenly the art is her. <laughs> and then she goes on to say, "Pop culture was an art." Okay. Mm-hmm. Pop culture yeah. is something that can be artistic. I agree. And then the next line is, now art's in pop culture in me. So now the art <laughs> is a part of pop culture and she is giving it to the public. Okay. You really got to wrap your head around it, sis. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking the Kool-Aid at the time, and I still think I'm guzzling it. 
Everybody say that. So what you're saying is you you live for the applause. I really okay. You know what? I was all on board. Okay, I really just accepted Art Pop for what it was, and it was a moment in her career where she wanted to get a little bit funky. I was feeling like the Kunz was in me. Do you never not? Do you ever just feel like the Kunz is you? (sighs) Favorite song on the album. Least favorite song on the album. I loved Aura. Least favorite, Jewels and Drugs. Easy. So now let's talk about Cheek to Cheek. Favorite song on the album, go. Cheek to Cheek? Art Pop. Oh, Art Pop. I just told you. Um, Aura? Maybe Aura. Wow. Okay, I, I picked Sex Or Manicure or Swine. Yum. Swine. <laughs> <laughs> Your first swine review of was Swine really was yum. Shut up. <laughs> so Cheek to Cheek. Gaga's just done you get her one minute on cheek. She's to just cheek. done her bubblegum pop. She just did her dark I she electronic. Had just done it. She, she had, had done just it. done her experimental artsy fartsy moment. Now she's having her jazz moment. And I think in hindsight, we'll really understand cheek to cheek in the greater context of all of her albums in aren't like fifty they, years. Aren't they all covers? And I say this I say Is there this an original after track on cheek to cheek? I don't know. It's critically acclaimed. It sold millions of copies. It's her duet album with Tony Bennett, legendary jazz artist. Um, it really gave us some Christmas standards, Thanksgiving moments. I think it proved to the general public it was important for it to come out because it proved to the general public she can fucking sing. She's not just costumes and hooks. She can fucking belt it. And eggs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never listened to it. Are you kidding? No. It's a good... um. If you're having like a Thanksgiving feast hookup grinder moment, <laughs> if you, I would kind of play it in the background. If you want to buy me Joanne and Cheek to Cheek on vinyl, I won't be mad about it. Okay. I have Cheek to Cheek on vinyl. And I bought you, Joanne, I bought you a CD. I wanted vinyl. The vinyl's not out yet. <sighs> I think Cheek to Cheek is a, is a nod to her gay community and where they get fucked. In the cheeks? Between those two cheeks? Cheek to cheek? Uh, um, ass to mouth. Some good songs from Cheek to Cheek. Since you <laughs> Anything Goes is great. Cheek to Cheek is great. Um, I Won't Dance is a fun moment. <laughs> <laughs> where, uh, where does Tony shine on this album? Well, so, Tony's got his own. They each have, a, uh, I think, a song or... T- yeah, no. just They each have a single within the album where it's solo. So Tony really... Uh, shines on Sophisticated Lady, where he sings alone. Gaga really shines on Lush Life, where she sings alone. The whole album's great. Fuck off. It got her a jazz Grammy. Fuck off. Okay? I never fucked on. I just literally no, asked I'm saying you... it to, I'm saying it to the people that said, why did she do that? Bitch, she did it because she fucking can. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> you can fuck off. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that was a now, ride. Cheek to Cheek really sets us up for what's coming next. And that's the three-year-off period between a pop album and Joanne. Well, Cheek to Cheek. Oh, you mean between Art Pop yes, and Joanne. between Art Pop and Joanne. Cheek to Cheek was her moment proving she can sing jazz, where she can be a lady, if you will. It uh, really sets the stage for her um, Sound of Music performance, where people are really... You know what? Gaga has had moments in her career over and over where people where the general fucking dumbass public is all like, wait, Gaga can sing? We had that with Cheek to Cheek. I mean, we had I that with Sound of Music. Ever we had that with the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Thought that. Well, spoiler. 
she fucking can. So she did. She had all these moments where everyone's kind of building up hype of, wow, she can sing. She's about to come back, about to come back. All of 2015, she was kind of like, oh, I might have an album. Then she never did. Then we have 2016, Joanne. What are your thoughts? Well, what do you think of her naming each of the albums after a title track on the album? I mean, she's very big into that. And not all artists are. Well, I mean, you see, first like, of all, she didn't because the fame monster. Well, that's, I think of the fame monster. Monster, okay. There you go. And if you could rename each <laughs> album on uh, uh, for a different song on the album. Oh, wow. Because, because <laughs> oh, we already wow. had this conversation about Joanne. Oh, wow. The fame, I like it being called the fame. I think Just Dance would have been a little basic. The fame says it all to me. I think the fame is a better title than Just Dance. I probably went would have went for a... Don't say brown eyes. <laughs> brown eyes. Um, you know, brown eyes is another term for what's between your cheek to cheek. <laughs> She's aware of this. Uh, the fame monster, I would have called it maybe Dance in the Dark. I like That says it all to me. Well, you like Dance in the Dark, but you don't like Just Dance. But I also like the fame monster. I would call it the fame monster. I just don't Born think this I, way. I don't think I would have called Born this way, Born this way. Imagine it being called Mary the Night. We talked about this. I like being called Mary the Night. Imagine. The moment when she's wearing that big, huge metal circle with the little eyeball peeps on the moon. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Which you can also see that look in Katy Perry Part of Me documentary. It's where she said, where they had a brief moment together. Anyway, Imagine Mary the Night it. could have been the song title. Imagine you'd be calling, being it called Mary the Night or Bad Kids. I just have to say, oh, Bad Kids would have been great. Um, the Born This Way album was the best thing that's ever happened to any of us in our life. <laughs> It's the album of the generation. Remember when she tweeted, it is the album of our generation, and then she went on to say Art Pop was the album of the universe? I mean, I think... Because <laughs> she, she can't follow up album of the generation with anything except say the album of the, our fucking dimension. Uh, now, I think Gypsy would have been a good title for Joanne, the album. Um, but I Gypsy could have been on Joanne. But I think... Oh, my God. Imagine Art Pop being just called... I mean, I get... The Art references. Pop should have been called Art Pop. Yeah, it could have also been called Do What You Want. Because no, no. <laughs> she did. No, I know. No, Art Pop should have been called Art Pop. And I agree with that. All caps. Cheek to Cheek should cheek have been cheek. called Tony Bennett. I don't know what Cheek to Cheek should have been called. Wow, there's a song called Goody Goody on the album? Who knew? Oh, that's Deluxe. Okay, so Joanne. Joanne is her, if I were to sum it up. And you just brought up a little argument about it. You said it shouldn't be called something like this. It's her folksy Americana rock pop moment with Dolly Parton Elton John vibes where she's giving us a little bit of a dark honky tonk vibe. What are your thoughts? Dark lady. Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I my my you don't like things being called Americana. No, so no, 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 no. I love it being called Americana. I just hate everyone. Like, I feel like people are dumbing the album down and calling it country. Oh, I agree with that. It's not country. And, but then she goes on Saturday Night Live and parades around in a cow. Well, actually, it wasn't even a cowgirl hat, really. It's her. It's her hat. It's her Joanne hat. She's giving that away. <gasps> <laughs> I gasped so hard I coughed. She's giving it away. You can buy it on her website for like eight hundred dollars. The not the hat, but not like a hat. version of it. She's giving. I- the one away from at the album this morning, cover shoot. At 4 a.m. this morning, Why I couldn't were sleep. You awake? I couldn't sleep, so I was looking up Joanne Indirex and thinking about her you hat. Saw, you saw all my tweets. Thinking about her hat and how, imagine if she gets lice in that hat and somebody else oh puts God. on the hat and gets lice. And gets gaga lice. I had a draft, a tweet drafted about it and then I deleted it. 
It's her, Joanne's her shortest, least amount of tracks on an album since Fame Monster. How does that make you feel? Good editing. This is her her coming back to knowing how to Actually, I agree. I will say because there's not really a there's track. There's no fucking filler. There's not a track that I don't It's honestly the track I don't like is Perfect Illusion, if we're being completely honest. I would agree, but we were just having this conversation in the car. Perfect Illusion should have never been the lead single. No. How do I just call her and say, "Henny, maybe consult us." Telephone? <laughs> I don't know. Who are these white men working at record labels who think they know things? You're a white man. I don't work at a record label. Perfect Illusion, <laughs> I think, would have been so well-received as a album gem, not as a lead single. AO should have been the lead single. It's honky-tonk. It's fun. When she performs it, she looks like she's having fun. Perfect Illusion is just a pounding to the brain. Yeah, that's why I don't After the first to day it. I heard it, I thought, I can't listen to this again. I think that's the I went song back I... to listening to Glory. It's the, the Britney <laughs> album. It's the song I skip. Um, best songs on the album, Diamond Heart, AO. What should have been the lead single? I, nar- I narrowed it down to A-O. three. AO. I narrowed it down to Diamond Heart. Diamond A-O. Heart could have been. It really it's opens Diamond Heart is great because it opens the album in the same way mm. Mary the Night opens yeah, the album. I completely agree. And I think It brings you to the it's got that slow start, but it's got a great chorus. Diamond Heart does. And I think it could have held its own as a single. I don't think the slow start helps radio play, though. I agree. But I think it, it kind of has that, like, Mary the Night build in a way. The same way you said it I opens the that. album. It, it, but then again, the Mary complete... the Night peaked at 29, so maybe don't she... Don't remind me. It's a, it, was, <laughs> it was a travesty. Diamond Heart... In the way that it has a slow build, the exact opposite is what happened with Perfect Illusion, where it just fucking, it was too much. To and me. it's too repetitive. It, it was like she was trying to recreate the magic of a, of a slam dunk pop moment, formulaic. It was, the key change is the most redeeming thing about it. I'll give it that. Um, but AO should have been the lead single. And I will, I will fight to the death of it. Well, and that's what I said. I, I, I think a song like Dancing in Circles could have been a lead single, but I don't think a label would ever let... They wouldn't let that I know, happen. and they it's so dumb. It's for, the, for reference, if you haven't heard the album, Dancing in Circles is about masturbation in the same way. It's, it's the follow-up moment to uh, So Happy I Could Die from The Fame Monster about masturbation. Um, but it's fucking incredible, Dancing in Circles. But I don't think thematically it would have been allowed on radio. <laughs> My only... And the funny thing is, I saw who tweeted that they love the lyric "funk me downtown." Somebody tweeted it to me today. I think it's the laziest like lyric on the album. "Funk me downtown." I think it's, I think it's predictable and it's so boring and like Jason well, Derulo. Well, it's 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 in the same vein as um. It's very Mark Ronson. And it yeah, me. sure, it's got funk, but um, it's it reminds me of. I think just I think it's like that to me is like a dad joke and people thinking it's funny or thinking it's clever and I don't think it's either. What's that one song where she's talking about eat out her dirty south? Whiskey mouth on my dirty south. On my brown south. No. I want your whiskey mouth all over my blonde, blonde south. south. That's what it was. Oh, my God. Um, well, she edited the lyric. <laughs> uh, that was an iconic lyric. My jaw dropped when that came What song right. is that? Um, That's Heavy Metal Lover. Heavy Metal Lover. But then Funk Me Downtown, you don't like? No, it's predictable, it's boring, and it's like I, it's like adults thinking they're clever. 
Whatever. Like, look at what we can get away with saying. Okay, if you, if you seek Amy. <laughs> well, don't get me started on that. That was, yeah. I don't know. No, Jason Derulo literally has a song on his, like, greatest hits album where he's like, says, let me funk you. And it's like, okay. That is a lazy, that's lazy. It's everyone, and I agree. I think it's one of the worst lyrics on it. I think that song could be saved had they changed that to something else. I don't think it's. I don't, I don't think, think, think it needs dire. to be. I don't, I don't think it, you're getting dramatic. It could have been a ten. It is a ten. <laughs> Funk me downtown. Diamond Heart is almost there. I think there's a little bit missing to the production. Um, I think Come to Mama is a an incredible, uh, '70s. Love peace moment. Thoughts. I love Come to Mama. And the part when she's talking about the man fishing for minnows, and then she does the and then she does, she does the voiceover part, and it's like, go get him, catch those. Yeah, minnows. yeah. You know what? She's having fun. <laughs> We're listening to Come to Mama immediately after walking out here. We gotta talk about Sinner's Prayer. You know I'm not I even love I'm not Prayer. even kidding when I say it's probably my favorite one on the album. It's so good. It's a, it's it reminds me of an opening scene to a western. No, her, no, no, a closing scene to a western. Her slinking into a saloon. No, it reminds me. It reminds me of the heroine of a like western having survived a shootout yes, and she kills yes. everyone. It's and very she's got kill blood Bill. all over her dress. She gets in her car, shuts the door, lights the cigarette, turns on the radio, and Sinner's Prayer starts playing. <sighs> It I got, is. I got chills on that my is. funk me downtown. <laughs> on your brown south. Now, John Wayne, it reminds me a little bit of Mary Jane Holland, where it's not, it doesn't have the, the, John the, Wayne gives the climax me, it means, John Wayne but it's gives a good me a little vibe. teeth, teeth vibe. Little sure. Teeth. In the same way, teeth never had the climax. I love teeth. Teeth is a vibe song. Yeah. Um. So teeth, Mary Jane Holland, I'm, John Wayne, I, they're I'm all really similar into Hey Girl to too. Hey Girl, I I wasn't into it first. Her voice with Florence. Florence great. and her. It's it is the most unpredicted duet of 2016. Yeah. I don't think anybody saw it coming. Um. <laughs> what do you think of? I like it. It's it. But once you hear Benny and the Jets, it's all you'll hear. Well, it's that's. It's, but this is the like moment the I think she's having. Is this like? This Fleetwood 70s, Mac, 70s Elton John, like rock pop merge. And that's why I think it's so much more of a, like Americana than it I is agree. country. And I, I hate anyone being like, she twangs, it's country. I'm like, there, there are to twangs a, a in the production. Country song, if there you are twangs. Hear, country yeah. song. Country, to say this is country is to minimize it to a predictable right. moment it, I think on it's, country it's, radio. It's dumbing, it's bigger it, than it's dumbing it down for the masses. I agree. 100%. It's funking it downtown. There for are the country masses. elements to Diamond Heart, to AO, to um, Million Reasons, even, which was written by uh, the woman who wrote Jesus Take the Wheel. Um, there's country moments to Sinner's Prayer, and maybe even Hey Girl, but none of those songs are country in the least. There are country production oh, elements. Oh, and Grigio Girls. <gasps> we didn't even talk about the deluxe tracks. <laughs> Grigio Girl, I hated when I first heard. I can't believe you. And now it's incredible. It's what turned the album around for me. Now, I don't know if I needed the Angel Down work tape. <laughs> I don't know if I need. I certainly don't need the work tape. What is? <laughs> I don't even know the work. What is it? It's. I think it's just kind of like a demo. I, I, but like, to me, I'm like, like, I don't when, need the demo. Is it like on the 1989 Target version? Right. Where she like has her like leaving voice memos for like. It's not. It, I would have loved something like that. Where in the Target version of the Taylor Swift album, you hear the process of writing the song. Yeah. Where she's talking about that. Yeah. Um, that could have been interesting to me. 
instead of the work tape. The the produced version is has the production elements, has the little twinkle moments and like the chimes and things and the piano. The Angel Down work tape is just kind of like the, uh, a more raw demo track. I mean, as I'm I'm listening to all the tracks now. I mean, as as it goes on, I'm sure I will phase out songs like Perfect Illusion. We had a little Angel moment where Down. we were talking about how every day I saw you tweet about this. Yeah, every day your favorite songs change on the album. Absolutely, I love that. and it. I mean, it's, I've just been in a, the vibe I've been feeling has been a much more sinner's prayer, come to mama, grigio girls. But I can see it when I want to go out with my gals mm-hmm. and like I want to pregame. I'm going to be listening to Diamond Heart, AO, John Bitch, Wayne. When AO comes on at that gay country bar, <laughs> you know I'm going to fucking yank those cowboys off the stage and fucking take. See, Center stage. I'm looking for more of it to come on at a, at a dive bar. Well, yeah, the but... whole. Well, what are your thoughts on the dive bar moment? I'm there. I wish, doing I, the could, Bud Light. I, could, I wish it were a Bud Light Lime I dive could, bar sponsor. You know they've got the lime there. They don't. Well, they it's have gay, limes. It's gay friendly. It's okay. got Then they have, they have the lime. Um, I do like it being at a dive bar. I think, I think this album is going to shine when you see it live. My thought process was. Production takes away from her skill as a country, not country, uh, as a folk rock pop. Uh, I think rock loses something when it's recorded in a studio especially nowadays with perfectionist production I when we see it live i think you're gonna get like blown away this may not be the album that people wanted but i think it's the album that we needed a hundred percent art pop is hard to listen to over and over because it's it's slamming your ears with aggressive music this i this, do really want the vinyl version of this this i think is gonna be su- gonna have such replay value I think this one has a little more. This definitely has more longevity than art, art pop. pop. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. I just it's, she's I just think growing with her audience. I think. I think for it, I listen. There are gays out there who said I wanted Fame Monster Two. Wow! 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 <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> imagine, I, I like the wow! Wow! Imagine wah. telling any type of anybody that stop growing, stop. Finding new ways to express especially yourself, especially Gaga, you to be especially Gaga of all people. Six years ago, fuck off. If you want the same over and over, girl, that album exists. Go buy it on iTunes. Go buy Fame Monster. I'm sure you didn't the first time. <laughs> Rapid fire, d- illegal download, Queen Napster, Napster, Mama. <laughs> if you uh, want it, go re-listen to it. But that's not what the fuck she's putting out now, and you're gonna have to fucking deal. Yeah, I guess I love Sinner's Prayer. Oh yeah, um. I saw a tweet the other day about if this were a debut album from a debut artist, we would be accepting it and curious about it in a much better way. But because we have the context of Gaga and what we thought she should be delivering and what we want her to give us based on her exceptional music and pop, I think people are more resistant to it. If this were a a debut album from a new artist, she'd be on the fucking cover of Billboard. Everyone would call her revolutionary. Bringing something brand new to music, people would be eating her fucking ass. I mean, I ass. think I I don't necessarily think it's brand new, but I think it. it I'm saying brand new for 2016. Absolutely, and it, and like I said, and it does have the 70s nods and that sort of like Americana rock. Um, if imagine if Lana Del Rey put out this fucking album. I don't even ever want to talk about Lana Del Rey. But you know how like she has like an <laughs> underground type of uh like obsession cult following. Yeah. If an artist like that put this out, I think it would be more accepted than if a, if a 
already had her peak moment artist put this out. Okay. Anyway. Final questions. Is the next single AO, is that the easy route? Well, I listened to the Howard Stern interview, mm-hmm. which was great. Every era. Best interview she'll ever do. Besides the Tyler Oakley show, <laughs> if that ever happens. Um, and she talked about single release. Okay. And I think right now, I mean, based on SNL performance where she did AO and Million Reasons, I think she's kind of testing the waters to what people want to hear. I wouldn't hate if she fucking put both out. They're they're both so different. I think she's going to – she kind of hinted that she's going to do a music video for AO. I would not be surprised. I, in, in fact, I think it's so fucking necessary. It's the most fun any of her songs have been in a while. And her – the problem with Gaga, if there's going to be a problem, is sometimes she is not – I'm sure she's having fun, but it doesn't come across as fun. And AO has been one of the first songs in a while where it, it's just – fun Mm -hmm. i think it would be a strong single i think diamond heart will be a strong single if that's chosen ever i think hey girl will have a single moment i really do i think the gen pop would accept that the people who voted on billboard the article i saw i just checked again overwhelming they had a pick your favorite track yeah um they had all tracks including deluxe um, overwhelmingly dancing in circles. Dancing in circles is, I think, the fan favorite. Yeah. And yeah. and like I said, I don't think the label would let her do it as a single. No. Um in- and it's but like the funny thing is is it's I don't think it's I don't know. I think she could pass it by like Middle America without them necessarily knowing it's about masturbation. Well, and I and one I, listen. And I think the like, I touch myself to pass the time. Well girl, maybe she's like brushing, giving herself a little back rub. Brushing her hair. Yeah, me too. I don't know. Her blonde that, south? That Diamond Heart and John Wayne were the top three. John Wayne to me is not a single. Um, Grigio Girls, what a cool moment if that were a single. I, I think, I, I mean. we'll just have to stay tuned. Her talking about watching, turning on The Bachelorette, dyeing her friend's hair red, and becoming the sixth Spice Girl. That is the most basic white girl song, but I'm obsessed with it. Well, you're welcome. Anyway. Any final thoughts? If you haven't downloaded the album. And by album, you mean all five? Yeah, all five. But Joanne specifically, I think you're missing out. Born This Way, you're truly missing out. If you haven't listened to the Born This Way album, when she said it was the album of the generation, I stand by it. That is 100% (laughs) true. No joke. No exaggeration. That era was one to behold. It was peak Gaga in every sense. But if you really need good music right now give joanne a chance i think a lot of people have this preconceived notion of what gaga should be suspend that and allow yourself to just listen maybe you'll fall in love with it we surely have but that's all okay congrats gaga we love you obviously i love gaga um <laughs> why are you being so somber wrap it up just because i because gaga i know you've been listening to this whole episode <laughs> i love you she tweeted me the other day i saw her. i died she said, love you. I saw. She didn't she... spell you with a Y-O-U. I was well, kind of like, okay. She ran out of characters. Don't we all? Just like we ran out of time. Do you think someday she'll run out of characters? No. Hopefully, Joe Calderon is the first to go. <laughs> Joe Calderon has been tweeting about Joanne. He loves it. <laughs> um, one final thing before I go. Okay. And I say this all the time. I think in 60 years... We will look back at Gaga and think, wow, what a once-in-a-lifetime artist who has given us variation, talent, concepts. Uniqueness. Uniqueness. Raw moments. Real shit. 
Corey's giving me the wrap it up sign, but I there's I can't. I'm gonna if hang you up. fucking gonna, don't, if here's what I have headphones. to say: if you don't appreciate Gaga, you can just unsubscribe from this podcast. <laughs> I don't want you. That's all. I want you. Stay for me. Stay for me. Go download Joanne on iTunes. Wait. It shouldn't have been called Joanne, though, but oh. I'm okay with it. P.S. Before you go, tweet us your favorite song from each album. I'm actually really curious because we gave you all of our favorites from each album. Tweet it with the hashtag PBGagaFavorites. I want to know each favorite song from each album. That's all. Okay. Bye, y'all. Bye.